Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and uh, this is your Sermon of the Week. Um, today's topic is God's hatred for racism. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about this today. Um, a lot of people um, think that the Bible and Christianity are racist. This is one reason why we need to preach these sermons because we need to let everyone know that that's just not true. Um, God is actually against racism and commands his people not to hate other people. After all, how can we spread the gospel if we hate others in our heart? It ca we can't. We have to have the love for one another and the compassion for one another in order to spread the gospel. One time God had to correct Peter for his racist views. Let's go ahead and read uh, Acts 10, 1-48. Cornelius calls Peter. All right, so at Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send, two, send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon who is, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the, the angel had spoke, to him had gone. Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. Peter's vision. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approached and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and something like a large sheet being let down to, to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals, as well as reptiles of the earth and birds of the air. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and immediately the sheep, the sheep was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out, asking if someone, Simon was not who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, We have come from Cornelius the Centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man. He was respected by all the Jews, Jewish people. 
a holy angel told him to have you come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guests. And now we're going on to Cornelius' house. The next day Peter started out with them and said of the and some of the brothers from Joppa went along. The following day he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was inspecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Standing, Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. Talking with them, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with a Gentile or visit him. But God has shown me that I cannot call any man impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Four days ago I was in the, my house praying at this hour of, uh, at three in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa the, for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the house of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men for every, from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all. You know what has happened through Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God has already chosen by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one who, whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sin through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The, cir- the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Can anyone keep these people from being baptized with water? They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they 
be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Okay. So, um, let's go ahead and continue this message. Um, as you can see, God is telling Peter that um, he is not to uh, be racist, that everyone is the same. They're, God doesn't pick favorites. And um, that Jesus died for all so that all can be saved, including those who are not Jews. So, um, the Great Commission is an act of love towards all our fellow human beings because it's a message that keeps people from hell through God's amazing grace. Now we have to make it clear that God does not approve of globalism. Okay, so having borders is not a sin. Okay, having borders is not racism. God is ruler of this world and the universe. He rules all creation. Globalism replaces God and puts human beings on the throne. And only God can unite the human race, and he does this through his son, Jesus Christ. When someone accepts Jesus, they are now members of the family of God. It doesn't matter what part of the world they were born in. It doesn't matter what color skin they are. They are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Racism is a sin against the image of God since all human beings were created in his image. The reason for the separation is because of our sin. It is the, the sinful nature that causes human beings to be racist. Racism is the fat, very fabric of war. The desire of that being superior to other human beings and to rule over them. But God ha has said that we are all created in his image, and therefore we have no right to hate our brothers and sisters around the world. And God commands us to spread the gospel all over the world, so it is wrong for us to hate other human beings. The only beings we are allowed to hate is Satan and his angels. God doesn't hate those people who hate him. He loves all except Satan and his angels. Christians are not to be part of wokeism nor are Christians allowed to be woke. Woke culture is satanic and racist in itself. Okay, so I'm going to explain that. That wokeism is about revenge and not justice. Christians shouldn't seek vengeance. But God but should be champions of justice. Justice is where you try to try the person who committed the crime in a fair trial. And then punish the one who committed the crime if they are guilty. But it punishes the individual, not the whole. Okay? Revenge punishes the whole, even if they are not guilty of the crime. God hates all racism, and every human being can be a racist, not just white people. We are, we are the human race, not the black race, not the white race, and so on and so on. We all... We are all created in God's image, and he loves us all unconditionally. So love one another, and just to let you know, politics can't end racism. Only God can. So if you are guilty of racism, and I know all human beings actually are, um, then it's time we repent so that we can share the word of God and, and spread the gospel as God commanded us to. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just thank you for this message. I just pray, Lord, that you will um, 
forgive us for racism, Lord, for being racist against others, for hating them for no reason, for hating them um, even when you commanded us not to hate them. And Lord, we, we ask, Lord, that you forgive us and take away this racism that we have in our hearts. Take this hate away in our hearts. Let us um, be children that follow after you and not the ways of the world and not our sinful nature. Let's preach your gospel out of love towards all humanity and not just um, and just get rid of this wicked thing called racism in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You all have a wonderful Sunday.